Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by someone that's made an anonymous donation. And here's what Mr. Anonymous has to say. Hi Sandman, a huge topic of interest is women in male-dominated fields. And I'm not sure if you've covered it before. Just search Royal Canadian Mounted Police Set's ambitious recruitment target, i.e. 50% women, and can you imagine that? And in the military when I was in it, I saw one woman for every 50 guys. It was like seeing the inflated egos of online dating, threes and fours, in person. Cocks being thrown at them from all directions. But in the middle of winter, when every sane man was wearing a sweater and a heavy jacket in the military, they would insist on parading around in slightly too small t-shirts. And can you imagine being a guy in that type of environment where the roles were reversed? It's everywhere now, even in the trades. Big recruiting drives to get women into welding, electrical, etc. What the fuck? Why, man? Why? Well, thanks for your questions, Mr. Anonymous. And I had no idea that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police were interested in making half their new recruits women starting next year. And I'm including a link to an article in the description below that discusses what's going on. They outline that they want to have targets in place to raise their number of female officers from roughly 20% today to 30% by 2025. And the article also mentions that there have been many sexual harassment issues with the RCMP, or Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And I'm sure with all the sexual harassment going on in the National Police Force here in Canada, they must be looking at whatever strategies they can to lower the money that they have to pay out due to harassment. And Girl Writes What even mentioned before that once a workplace reaches a rough threshold or ratio of women working to it compared to men, then male behavior begins to change naturally and men start to behave differently due to the number of women in that particular environment. Right now, 20% of the officers being female in the RCMP is too low to create any type of cultural shift. So obviously the police force is trying to increase the number of females so that way they don't have to pay out ridiculous amounts of money to supposedly cover sexual harassment lawsuits. If there were four guys and one woman standing around, and the woman is sexually harassed by one of the guys, then his buddies will probably not say anything because they want to protect him. But the woman will not say anything either because she doesn't want to lose the respect of the other three guys. So, effectively, she buries her feelings. And I'm assuming that's what's happening at the RCMP. But in the future, if there are two women and three guys standing around in that same circle at the RCMP, then the other woman presumably comes to the aid of the first one, and therefore the office politics or work politics change in the law enforcement environment. That and the fact if a woman complains about being sexually harassed, and there's another woman standing there, then she can basically vouch for what happened, and women can't basically create any false allegations, which ultimately means no payout from the police department. So it works out for the employer, and it works out for the woman, but it doesn't really work out for men socializing with one another. Guys are often mean and critical of each other, and often throw around racist and even homophobic comments in the workplace, and if it's just guys in the environment, then they usually do it. By some accounts, an all-male workplace is usually an outlet for male emotional angst. When we were hunter-gatherers, men would probably go off and hunt for a few days at a time with their buddies, and they would have a so-called hunting space to shoot, to shit, and bond. And in the modern world, the modern workplace was a substitute for men to do the same, up until recently. But now that most of the Western workspaces are mixed, that means that men can't unleash their masculinity without worrying about repercussions. Having one woman among 50 guys is not good for the military either. And why do you think women weren't allowed in the military in the past? 
I think a lot of it had to do with protecting women, but a lot also had to do with making sure that men weren't distracted from their duties. Today's military doesn't spend as much time fighting and doing exercises like they did in the past because of the high cost of fuel. So a lot of soldiers are spending most of their time sitting around in the barracks, bored out of their minds. And so the military leaders and generals realize that this is a horrible situation for morale. So that's why I believe they're allowing a small controlled group of females into the military. So a woman that enjoys and wants sexual attention, or is a nymphomaniac, finds the military a great place to be in. It's a cockfest for her. And a woman entering the military also has a large pool of men to choose from. She can choose to be exclusive, or she can choose to sleep around. And if she sleeps around too much, it's more than likely that she'll destroy herself emotionally by that choice. But with regards to women in police in the military, I think that in the future the weapons we use could actually be different than the guns and tasers that are being used today. They could be sound cannons or electrical weapons that make people pass out but aren't dangerous like tasers. So there would be no need to restrain criminals in handcuffs. And just the pain from a sonic gun would probably be enough to bring people down to their knees. So I see a point in time where law enforcement could become much like college campuses, where the majority of officers are women. If men think they have it bad now with police brutality, imagine a world where women would be the ones working as cops, predominantly. And if women were brainwashed to think that the patriarchy exists, just imagine how they'd use the weapons on men. They would be as brutal as they wanted, and men would have no recourse. I believe that police officers should have to wear cameras on their bodies when they interact with the public and each other. That's an incredibly cheap and easy way to fix the problems of police brutality. And I think that women can be just as strong and as smart as men with regards to being police officers. And I personally know two female officers, and they can both pick me up and drag me out of a burning building. In jobs such as construction, renovation, road building, and maintenance, I never see women working these jobs up here in Canada. Most companies up here are small and independent contractors, usually a crew made up of a handful of guys, and usually close friends. And for them to hire a woman to work with is the last thing that they actually want. Sure, more women can be hired to replace men in government jobs, like police and fire services, but it's not going to happen in the private sector unless the government forces big companies to do it first, like they're doing with management in many publicly traded companies in Europe. But at the end of the day, I would rather have a man rescue me from a burning building than a woman. The men are more likely to act disposably to save my life. While I don't think that the female fighter fighters would respond the same way emotionally and be willing to dispose of their own lives. This may come off as being sexist, but I know that most of you out there, either male or female, would probably want a man to rescue you instead of a woman. We also have to ask ourselves how many emergency responders during 9-11 were actually women, and I'm guessing few to none. And I'm not counting the women that were in the planes and the buildings to begin with. When a woman dies in an accident, they say it's tragic that she lost her life. And when a man dies, people basically say, I feel sorry for his wife and children. What about feeling bad for the loss of the guy individually? In this so-called age of equality, shouldn't men's lives have just as much value as women's? I guess not. And besides the obvious empowerment that comes from working, it is possible that some women started entering the workforce because, first of all, it increased their available pool of men to date and marry, and second of all, it basically created promiscuous environments where women could get as much sex as they wanted from a mostly male environment. But if office environments are increasingly filled with females, and so are college campuses, then that limits the available pool of men for women in such environments. But that doesn't matter anymore now that we have Tinder and other forms of online dating. And with regards to women entering fields such as welding, construction, and electrical work, 
I think that many men have caught on that working in the home building industry, particularly in the United States, is a terrible idea because each year less new homes are built than the previous year. And the numbers of homes being built in the United States right now are lower than they've been in decades. Yet now they're trying to get women into those particular fields. If this really is happening, then it probably shows us that guys aren't even going to school for the trades anymore. So the schools are promoting the trades, or basically promoting it to women, in those particular faculties of education, rather than no one. And education is often an easier sell when it's marketed to women, because more often they follow the herd, more so than men. So they're more likely to choose to become educated if other women are doing the same thing. And I believe the push to get women into law enforcement and other fields such as tool and die and construction is basically the last gasp of a dying economy. Anyways, the last thing I want to talk about is this idea of women invading workspaces and how it's appearing everywhere. If you're young enough to remember the Police Academy films back in the 1980s, then you'll remember that the main character, Officer Mahoney, was a man. And I've been hearing rumors that they plan to remake those Police Academy films with the female character playing Officer Mahoney. They also want to change the gender of Thor and make him a her. And she will basically be the new superhero goddess. Other places where this is happening is in public transit with more female bus drivers and train operators, as well as battlefield support personnel in the military. And I don't have a problem with women working alongside men in the same places. But we have to be aware that if men don't have their own workspaces, as well as home environments, to be men in, then they'll basically have to look for other outlets. And that's probably one of the main reasons for the rapid rise in the manosphere over the last five to ten years. The sixth largest source of traffic to my YouTube channel now comes from Sweden. And since they've made men's work, as well as home lives more difficult in Sweden, and since they've made men's work and home lives more difficult in Sweden, it now has the second highest rape cases in the world, following South Africa, because they've made it illegal for men to buy sexual services. And the same thing is coming to Canada at the end of this year. I'll talk more about this in a future video. Finally, I want to thank Mr. Anonymous for his donation, and thank everyone else for taking their daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.